Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. Ruth is a visiting professor at a large university in Ireland, and Claire is an associate professor at a primarily undergraduate university in Northern California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking about administrative tasks. But first, Ruth, how was your week? My week was great. Um, Last week, I had an opportunity to be a judge at something called SciFest, which is like an event for secondary school or high school students to come to the university and they have like present their science projects. And it was something like I was super irritated about doing. (laughs) And then I went and it was just so adorable and like... I don't know. Sometimes I'm just so forget that new... A, talking to teenagers is adorable. And they're so... The way teenagers are presented in the world is so grim. And then when mm-hmm. you actually meet real ones, they're so adorable and <laughs> enthusiastic. And that's really patronizing. But you know what I mean. Anyway, but... And then also just, like, doing different things that you don't normally do is so energizing and cool. Totally. And I totally forget that. That's constantly. awesome. Yeah. Resist any new things. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you mean. I judged a science fair here once like five years ago and they email me every year and I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But actually, I do remember it being fun when I did it. (laughs) I know. It's, yeah. I don't know. And I definitely salute the people who organize those things. Mm -hmm. Mm Because holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. But tell me, how was your week? My week was good. Um, Wild. So I have been planning this research cruise with the whole collaborative thing. But... There's a national mariner shortage of all things. We don't have enough people to operate the ship. And so they've had to rearrange the schedule. And now we're going next year instead of this year. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So we had to totally replan everything. We just actually found out. We've been kind of in limbo for three weeks where they were like, we know we have to rearrange the schedule. We'll talk to everybody about, you know, their science needs and when they, you know. And then so we've been in limbo for three weeks, which was kind of. Honestly, yesterday when we learned that it was postponed for a year, I was like kind of relieved to be out of limbo. So it like balanced I mean, out the we're not doing a video, but I literally, my jaw has dropped. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> but oh no. I know. So, so yeah, so National Mariner Shortage. So there's a ship, there's all these, it's a really awesome ship with all these awesome resources and there's all these people who want to use it, but we, but there's just not enough people to run the ship right now for us to use it. So that's that too bad. That is so not something I ever would have predicted. You know what I mean? And do you feel like if they just called you up and were like, it's off for a year, would you have been gutted? But because um, you had this weird period That's a great of question. Like, I feel like having these past two years of everything getting thrown up in the air all the time from the pandemic made me... Fair. Like, if that had, if this had happened before that, I would have been like, this is insane, you know? And now I'm like, oh, okay, well, that is a <laughs> big deal, but, works. you know, it's not too weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, only a year? Oh, okay. That's oh, a year, yeah, bad. no yeah. problem. And the funny oh, thing I'm is, so it was actually sorry. originally scheduled for last year, so it's now two years delayed. Oh. But... I am really delighted to be out of limbo, and now we're going to plan yeah. new things. And so I'm hoping, so my 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 poor student who was going to go on, I'm not sure if he'll be able to go on next year, oh. but I'm still going to, we're going to do some other cool research things this yeah. summer. And um, and actually, in some ways, you know, th- there's lots of, if you look at it in the right direction, there's lots of positive things. Like, I just kind of discovered that this data set we have about estuary samples that I've been wanting to write up during my sabbatical 
misses, it was missing a couple pieces that would be nice to fill in. So we can mm. do that in the time okay. we would have been at sea. And then we'll go off on sabbatical with a more complete data set and hopefully actually do the cruise next year. <laughs> Well, first of all, it's like shocking that there's a mariner shortage. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it's just so weird when you live in your bubble of like little science things Mm -hmm. to be so impacted. You know, and I feel like this is happening more and more. Like there was something in our place where like I had made up a new lab, Mm -hmm. but it's super hard to get the equipment to come. I think Mm -hmm. both because of the world and because of Brexit. Mm -hmm. And it's just really weird. Like stuff that we've been so casual about for so long. And then it's like, oh, this is impacting. Sure. That's crazy. Well, I'm really sorry, though. I knew you were really excited about it. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is disappointing. And we need to come up with a whole new plan. But, um, wow. but you know, on the other hand, I, I don't know, I'm trying to look on the bright side and sure. I'm excited yes, that I'm we've like, already... No, no I, I appreciate I don't, I, I never let anyone have a bright side. <laughs> no, I but, appreciate um, oh, that. Yeah. And um, so this was like a dry run and then we'll yeah. do the real thing next time. But it was funny because like we were going to leave... The cruise was June 1st. and Oh, so it's really soon. So it was really oh soon. Goodness. So it was like we, we had to ship stuff like the second week of May. And it was like the first week of May when they were like, oh, hold on. We are going to have to rearrange the schedule. So it was really close. But I'm glad that we hadn't actually shipped stuff. That would have been much, much more challenging. Yeah, sure. Stuff like that. So Okay, here's anyway. a really stupid question. Mm-hmm. What does a mariner entail? Like, is that someone who can do anything on a boat? Or is it a specific job on a boat um or is it just i'm not sure what the term means but the people that we normally have on the ship with us so there's the scientists the science crew and then there's the captain and the first mate and the second mate and then we usually have a chief engineer and and maybe another engineer um steward all these people that are um Helping just generally keep the ship running and, and, you know, help solve whatever problems come up. I'm just so thinking of Star Trek. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. sure. It is like that. So, so yeah. And, and you know, one thing is everything's so um, hectic right now with this National Mariner shortage that I'm kind of glad that we're just delayed till next year instead of, oh, we'll do it in July. And, oh, wait, now we don't actually have our chief yeah. engineer and we're going to have to delay it again. Like, that would be a lot more... Um, sure, yeah. Disruptive, then hopefully by next year we'll be a little more stable. Cool. Of course, we've been saying that for a while, right? But you, know. <laughs> <laughs> but you never know. It's gotta, things have to stabilize sometime, yeah. right? Well, that's famous so. last words. But um, last question Is it limited to being in the summer, too? It is. The, the yeah. phenomena we're studying is upwelling, and um, it really only happens when we've got those winds coming um, from the north, and that only really happens May through. Early August, early August is kind of pushing it. May through July is the time that upwelling is happening off the coast of Oregon and California, where we can be pretty confident we're going to catch it. So, you know, on the bright side, that means I'm kind of glad that we're limited to a narrow range, so at least we don't have to keep all the time open in limbo. Yeah. It's just got to be that range of time. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, I was thinking about the upwelling because, so the swimming, I'm still going. Uh huh. And like Google knows what I'm thinking about and just keeps giving me articles about swimming. But now it's like veering more towards people who are ice swimming and okay. like it's taking it up a notch. But I'm like, whoa, maybe, maybe because like I were the water where we lived, the water was freezing. Uh huh. But I'm like, maybe I'll build up to it. That'd be so fun. next time I come home or come back, I'll be yeah dipping in the water. Yeah, you could get like an extra thick wetsuit. I don't know how thick is thick, but you know. Well, like... these ladies who are doing it don't use wetsuits. It's oh crazy. my goodness! I know. Bananas. But anyway, well, okay, sorry. That'll be better for working up to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
Basically, my main objection to wetsuits is getting them off again. Oh, my god! With any dignity. So mm-hmm. that's maybe my biggest. Because I was talking to some of the ladies at the swimming place and they were like, oh, no, I, I couldn't wear wetsuits because it would just be so awkward to get it off again. So it's not <laughs> like an objection. To yeah. Except, yeah. I mean, every time I've been in a wetsuit, I have felt like claustrophobic trying to get it off because it's like trapped <laughs> on me, you know? I know. I know. a team. But, oh, um, my goodness. Yeah. All right. So do you have a quote for us today? I do. I have a quote. Um, it's from Carl Sagan. and It's a partial quote because okay. otherwise it's too long. So <laughs> it is um, science works. It's not perfect. It can be misused. It is only a tool, but it is by far the best tool we have. Self-correcting, ongoing, applicable to everything. So I think I've been thinking about this um like a lot, just lots of ways that like sometimes I feel frustrated with people who like deify science. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And make it like absolutely everything, especially people who believe so strongly in science and then are very dismissive of spirituality. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so I do. I like the reminder that it is just a tool. Mm-hmm. But then in the vein of all of the stuff that we've just experienced with the COVID pandemic, recognizing it is the best tool that Mm -hmm. we have. Mm -hmm. So like it doesn't have to be like totally infallible and perfection, but it Mm -hmm. is, you know what I mean? So anyway, I've been using, so uh, good old Carl Sagan. Yeah. Yeah. Because science, I'm sorry. No, you go. Science by definition of science is like, I mean, the scientific method is studying something and figuring out testing if it's real and continuing to improve our understanding and so it like assumes that we don't understand and that we're going to be continuing to understand and um i feel like it's easy to forget that in like the common way that people chat about science where totally. it's like everything that we've ever learned is proven and you know uh, there's some things that we are very confident about and there's other things that we're i don't know it's just totally it's, it's we forget how science works or something totally yeah. So anyway, science is great. Sometimes I forget that because I feel irritated about people, you know, being too like science is everything. And it's the only thing. And if you, you know what I mean? And yeah. So, but it is great. It is you know, great. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, no, I mean, convenient. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a reminder. So today we're having a slightly different format. Yes. And so we're talking. Yeah, we're talking about administrative tasks and. We had been chatting a bit about what a huge part of our job it is to do administrative tasks and how that was not remotely clear before you start doing <laughs> the job, that that will be a huge part of your job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. So so the way I see it, I'm kind of seeing two purposes of this discussion. Um, the first purpose in my mind is anybody who's thinking about going into an academic position yes. or something just to be kind of aware of these parts of the jobs that that we weren't aware were part of the job and then also everybody who's currently in a position or, or at least at least me and I, I imagine some other people I I want this re- this to be a reminder to count administrative tasks as an actual important part of the job that oh need God, to be done because yes. all the time I just get um, frustrated that I hadn't expected that I was going to have to do them and then I have to do them and then it takes more time and I was planning to do something else but they're actually always there so I shouldn't be surprised and I, I just you know um, just give them the acknowledgement they deserve that they are part of this job and therefore an important use of my time 
Absolutely. And I did. So like we're doing a little, little bit of a different episode, but I had written down a rough structure of working and working on. Uh-huh. And the thing that works most for me is to not think of administrative tasks as like a side thing or mm-hmm. adjacent to the role. Like it's part of the role mm-hmm. and to like mm-hmm. give it the time and sort of effort that it requires. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because whenever you forget about it, then you're just trying to like... You know, like with a test and you Mm -hmm. set the test and it feels like setting the test is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. But when you're in person, printing the test and stapling the test is also an important thing. Right. And it's not something it's something that can so easily be. I'll just do it on my way to class. But that's Mm -hmm. ridiculous because it takes time and just. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just kind of remembering that it takes time and giving it that time mm-hmm. is super great important. Example. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I agree completely. Not being frustrated that they appear unexpectedly because they, they do. They're not unexpected right. and actually. In terms of importance and like my physics education, obviously like writing the questions is so important, mm-hmm. but you can write whatever you want. And if you can't print it out and bring it to the students, it doesn't <laughs> No one's really going to read it. So, exactly. So Yeah. That's so true. So so I love that example of printing and stapling the test. Obviously, that, that seems like a very clear administrative task to me. What are some other administrative tasks that you've been thinking about? Well, I think the biggest one that I had not anticipated when I started teaching was like managing the class list and managing enrollments and like permission numbers and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that to me was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. And especially I hadn't taken a class as an undergraduate, so I had no concept of a wait list and all of those things. What like do you mean I, you I hadn't ta- taken a class. <laughs> <laughs> I just have never got the degree. No, I hadn't taken an undergraduate class in America is what I should have oh, okay. said. Okay, I see, I see. And so um Oh and in and in Ireland you just were in your classes. There was exactly. no like people wanted to take the class and it was full situation okay right totally and so yeah just like a lot of things now make more sense to me about trying to get into a class or all of those things Mm -hmm. never made any sense Mm -hmm. to me but Mm -hmm. yeah so like when I first started teaching and just figuring out all of that stuff and that that was my responsibility Mm -hmm. was something I had no concept of Mm -hmm. so that was huge Mm -hmm. and it was really scary like that I was going to drop the ball and not register someone and then like you know, sure. <clears throat> there was always these like legends on campus of someone showed up to do the final, but it turned out they had never been reg- whatever. And I was like, <laughs> that's going to happen. It's going to be my fault. And oh, just, no. Yeah. And I've done so many times given students permission numbers and then they're like, that that number isn't <laughs> like, oh, my God, I wrote a term wrong or whatever. Uh-huh. So, yeah, those things. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That was my first foray into and like there is just classroom administration of like keeping track of grades, which mm-hmm. I've had a few, no major disasters, but like minor heart attacks where, have you ever like given back a test and not recorded? Oh no, I always I did that worry with that I'm going to do that. Like it wasn't the whole class, it was just one student. Uh-huh. And luckily they were super honest and I was just like, oh, can I just have a quick look at that? Like the next day and it was fine. I could write it down. But I was just like, oh, I know. my God. I always write them yeah. down. And then I'm like, what if I didn't save the file that I write them down oh, on? And then I gave them all back. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. That would be just, I mean, it wouldn't be the end of the world, but it would sure feel like it at the time. So yeah. It does remind me of one time when I gave out. I was giving out sodium carbonate to everybody, and it was like this primary standard that they were going to use to standardize all their stuff. And then I realized I should have been giving out calcium carbonate. And I was like, oh. okay, everybody, come back. <laughs> oh, God. And then did you just have to scrap it together? Um, well, it was okay. I, I just, 
I just had to admit that I had given them the wrong yeah. thing, and it worked out. But um, now I have a big old sign. This is not the right chemical for the carbonate lab. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I once, sorry, now I'm just like, stories are shame stories. You should have a shame episode of things that went wrong. But um, I, like, lost a student's exam. Oh, no. I know they'd handed it. And then I found it. It was on the floor of my office. Mm-hmm. So it was all fine. But I was just like, what would happen? <laughs> Like, would you just have to give them 100% or something? Like, how would this work huh. if you just lost their exam? Because I knew they'd handed it, it in. I hadn't graded it. Oh. And I was handing and like, but it all worked out because mm-hmm. I found it and I was able to grade it. But, oh, man, that was rough. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> we're like, if you're going to take a job as a professor, here's all the ways it can be wrong. <laughs> but no, I think, um, yeah. So it's, what about you? What kind of stuff... Sure. What was your first, like, oh, this is my job too? I think a lot of forms, you know, forms. like I, I definitely remember uh, my first semester here, I was traveling to go to this like pre-collaborative research thing where people would gather together and chat about what we wanted to do. And um, I had no idea, but evidently, there, well, it was news to me that there was a travel authorization form that you needed to fill out before you went in oh, order to get yeah. reimbursed. And luckily my chair realized that I might not know and he told me about it but he but that was the day before I was leaving and I was already late on the form and um, it all worked out everybody was understanding but I just had no idea that that was a form and um and so some other forms like there's like uh, the form that I submit to create the field trips Um, the students have to fill out little waivers to to participate in the field trip and so of course you have to somehow generate those uh waivers and um our administrative support coordinator person actually does the generating, but I need to give her the information so that she can do the generating. Yeah. So that's that's another, just like little, I don't know, it has to happen. Um, it's a very important part of making, you know, if, if I want to have a field trip, this is one of the parts of having the field trip, but I just, uh, it's just something that I don't even think about when I'm like planning the field trip. Um, and then another form thing is um, every month or two weeks I don't remember for for research funding so I've got this pro card that I buy all my research stuff with and then every couple weeks you have to reconcile it so you get all the receipts and all the charges so like they list out all the charges that are on your pro card form you get all your receipts and you have to match them up and fill out this form and get your chair to sign it and get it submitted and again perfectly reasonable of course there should be some kind of check on that um but that's just an administrative task that, if I'm not thinking, just flies off as, well, obviously I don't have to do anything for that, but I do. <laughs> it's, it's an important totally. job. So, I had a similar, yeah. like not quite the day before, but the same thing with the travel authorization. Okay, yeah. I really? hadn't encountered that as a grad student. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I the same, because I was like, do-do-do, heading off to my conference. <laughs> and someone was like, how's that travel authorization? I was like, what are you talking uh-huh. about? And it's just so, yeah, there's so many things unless you know to ask Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like simultaneously knowing that the form exists and how to fill it out and so like that was a whole thing learning well how do i even find the travel authorization form how do you submit it um the pro card form you have to like click through all these things if you've never done it before you don't know where they are so so there's learning how to do the forms there's learning what forms to do and then there's just remembering to acknowledge that they take time and are actually part of the job and need to be done yeah, there's something to, like, 
every time I've filled in an expenses form, uh-huh. it's been wrong. And oh, me too. finally, <laughs> we have like so wrong. And like, something like when they send it back, I'm like, why did I think? I don't know. But finally, we have an amazing ASC um, administrative support coordinator. And she's just like, I'm going to fill this in for you one time. And I was like, thank you. And then I just printed it out and I had it. So I knew what one worked. And That's then I could check, use that. But oh man yeah no I've done the same my my post award specialist in sponsored programs is like why don't you just send me the information and I'll put it in the form and <laughs> I'm like that's actually that's really reassuring I appreciate I, that that's very reassuring because I didn't realize I have had so many things too where like it's very difficult when you start a new job and I'm experiencing it here too where everyone talks in is it acronyms mm-hmm. like well and I remember having a funny thing the first year where I was going home to Ireland and because of my visa, like I have to had, like I needed to have a letter that confirmed I was still employed at the university. And I remember asking the chair, can I, can you write this letter? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, like, I think you need to talk to APS. And I was like, the American Physics Society, like what are they going to know? <laughs> like I was so baffled and like, didn't obviously do it but I was like looking up the email address and I was like am I going to email them and ask them to confirm it was and then he was like oh that means academic personnel services and I was like that makes a lot (laughs) than what I thought it was so oh that's so funny yeah there's so many acronyms and I I had forgotten that too but yeah starting out at a new place the the acronyms are very obvious yeah and I think but you're making like a really good like all of those forms I don't know why, just in my head, they're like infinitesimally small amounts yes. of time. It seems like they're and negligible, but they aren't. Totally. And like, I think just when you're factoring in what you're going to do in a day, giving over a large portion of time to filling in, especially if it's the first time you're filling in something, mm-hmm. for sure, takes right. that time. Rather than thinking of it as, well, I'll just do that in five minutes and then I can get down to the main task of the day. Because that's just going to be frustrating, you know? Totally. You know, another form I just remembered is um, when students get an incomplete in a class, which I didn't even know was a thing until I was a faculty member. But it's, you know, if they got sick or something and couldn't finish the semester, if you want, you can give them a temporary I for incomplete on their transcript. And then um, they complete the stuff and hopefully then they pass the class and then you change the I to whatever it is that they earned. And... um, I love that system. That's really cool. That, that's been useful a lot of the time with different students. Um, but, of course, that's another form that you need to know about and fill out. And, and one time I didn't realize, I kind of assumed, because you put in the date that they need to fill out. This is kind of getting technical to our university, but just a detail about administrative tasks. Um, when, I, when you're filling out our incomplete forms, it's, there's a date for when they must complete the tasks by. And um, I kind of assumed that if we passed that date and I didn't say that they had completed the tasks, they oh, would just yeah. refer it back. But it doesn't. It does. Too. But after a year or something. So yeah. I, I learned, oh, you should put in the form that switches the grade so we don't have to wait a whole year for the I to come off the transcript. So anyway, just details about forms take time. Oh, totally. And, you know, another one that I am, um, you know, and I'm sure it's different system in every university, but when you have a student who is maybe having distress or mm. issues and you do, what did we call it? We call them care reports. I forget care what they, reports. it stands for something. It no, probably, <laughs> it probably does. Yeah. I definitely don't know what it stands for, but yes. Um, but yet they are so, they're super time consuming too. Mm-hmm. And just all of those things. And I think 
the issue I have is, again, just not acknowledging it's going to take time. Right. So I'm like, oh, I'll just fire off this care report. And, and then it's I'll like, be done You're not going to fire it off. 30 it's, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So can I tell you about another one of my administrative shame yes. things? Well, it's actually because, see the way I brought up printing the exams uh-huh. as my number one concern. But I, when I first started teaching, I think I told you this before, but I was not paying attention. So I didn't do double-sided photocopying. Okay. And so it only printed one side. Oh, no, it printed half the pages? Yeah. Disaster. So got to the class. And it wasn't like a hostile class, but it wasn't. It was early enough that no no one was rooting for me in this situation. You know what I mean? And so it was so stressful. And then I did it again. On the final. In the same there, class? Like the same class. Oh, my God. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I was like, never again in my life will this happen. And I just did it. Recently. Oh, no. I know. I had all the teachers come in to do a reset lab day. Uh-huh. And I was super frazzled. And I think I told you in my weekly What's Wrong With Ruth slot that I had the stomach flu. And it was just after that. But I, they were like, uh, are the labs like? And I was like, oh, my God. I so, <laughs> no, wait. I don't understand why this is a setting at all. Like, you either print single-sided or you print double-sided. You don't oh, sorry. Print- like, I printed it and then I was photocopying it. So it was printed double-sided, oh, I but I so wasn't. you photocopied it and told the photocopier it was single-sided. I did. Something. I see. Right. I feel okay. like you have to tell the photocopier. It's like the norm is single-sided or something. I see, yes. But it, it must be because... Yeah, it must what, be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. So I was just like, how, how have I learned nothing <laughs> all this time? So. Well, it's, it's okay, though. You've learned how to deal with that kind of situation, just like how it's okay to be like, bring back the sodium carbonate. I need to give you calcium carbonate, you know? Well, and I think I fell into that trap, right, where, like, every time I've had students okay. come for labs, I've printed their labs four days in advance, have mm-hmm. them all ready, have everything done. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of an event that they're coming. Mm-hmm. And then because I was sick, I was like, I'll just do it on the way to the lab. Right. And then it was like, oh, printing 30 things really takes some time. And and so yeah. then you were rushing. Yes, totally. Rushing yes. is the worst. Yeah, give it the time it deserves. This reminds sure. me, I always pre-semester have some dream, like, you know, while I'm actually sleeping, I'm dreaming that I have not printed the syllabus and it's like the start of class and I'm like printing it and handing it to the students at the same time. And it's just, so then I usually print the syllabus really early, but then one year I was co-teaching a class and I printed it really early and then my colleague changed his office hours and I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh Uh, no. But anyway, it's, um, it's so funny, these dreams. Well, did, I, did I tell you about my glorious semester? What or was your one glorious year? semester? Like oh, you printed, printed out all everything. the homework assignments in advance. Yeah, like all the handouts. I think I might have even printed the weekly quizzes. Wow. Like I had it all. See? And I just, it was so magical. No rush. Like I've never repeated it. Yeah, just totally. It was great. But like, like you said, though, things come up and you have to change things. Sure, of course, but, of course. But that kind of brings up, like, how do we approach these administrative tasks? And you and I have both dealt both run into problems where we assume they're going to take negligible amount of time and we're doing yes. them on the way and then you're rushing and then it's frustrating that you didn't get to do the other thing or that you only printed them on one side or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you're kind of telling me the solution is do them together. Like print out all the homework assignments, print out all the lab yeah. reports, print out everything at once and just be done with the printing task. Or um, I don't know, I'm kind of wondering if maybe I should have like a, I'm going to do my pro card form and I'm going to... 
I don't know. Like, before the semester starts, I just submit the field trip form, and I submit everything. Oh, wow. I don't know. You know, like, maybe maybe it'd be helpful to just, like, have chunk them together a little bit. Chunk um, it up. Isn't that one of our old phrases? I think it is one of our phrases. I don't know what it was in relation to, <laughs> but yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, I think, too, like, my biggest thing that helps me is doing things well in advance. Okay, yeah. So then mm-hmm. when they do inevitably go sideways... There's plenty of time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to yeah, fix it. Yeah, you need to figure it. out the form. And but I like what you're saying because, like, I definitely have had that where I'm like, I'm going to go camping in the photocopier room and mm-hmm. I'm just doing all the stuff, and yes. it just feels good to have exactly. Like, yeah, and like like you with the card thing, like trying to squeeze things in, like, mm-hmm. oh, I have half an hour between office hours and lunch. Like, it's just not going to happen. Right, right, you know, exactly. So. And it feels so good to be like, oh, here I am in the photocopier room doing all the photocopies. Like that, that's like, I don't know, it kind of, I think I've talked about how I really have a couple times had this realization where it's like, I'm just going to appreciate doing what I'm doing right now rather than like waiting for this future time when like, I'm finally not going to have 20 things to do and I can appreciate doing the one thing. But it, but if you instead are like, instead of photocopying and then running off to lab, if you're like, I am photocopying, then you are doing the one thing and you can be like, this is cool. This is what I'm doing right now. And it just feels so much better. Do you know, you know what it kind of reminds me of? You know when you've talked about before just having like a designated research day oh, and you yes. really like that? And sometimes it's like we kind of act like that's the two facets is research and teaching. Mm-hmm. And it may be cool to have like administrative tasks mm-hmm. as another, like maybe not, you know, not even a quarter of what, you know, the other sure. stuff is, but it'd be cool to have. A designated time for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of. Yeah, whether we have a designated time, like recurring, like when we're actually doing it, it seems like that should be the designated time where it's like, this is what I'm doing, you know? Totally. I think, and like with all of these things, when you just are like, all right, this is what I'm doing, Mm -hmm. it's fine. But when it's like, ah, why isn't the photocopier going quicker? I have to get past in two minutes. It's like so frustrating. So you're like, okay, it did 20 pages in this much time, but I have another 30 pages. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's, oh my God. And I think something like, without naming names, that sounds really dramatic, but like, I'm sure you have, but I I definitely have encountered people who feel like that administrative tasks are beneath their station or whatever mm. and mm-hmm. I think um I mean the one of the best things I heard was somebody saying that in an interview that they just didn't I not with I wasn't interviewing someone this was someone telling me about an interview and that someone said that they just didn't feel like it was for them and the person was just so baffled like who who's gonna do that stuff then like who so, do yeah, you think is gonna... gonna do it and so yeah I think just an acknowledgement that it is very much part of our job and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder like has it changed like back in the day did professors not photocopy their own materials or I wonder like, I don't know yeah but it is it is it's not right now this is yeah. how it is so yeah yeah I think one thing I've written down in my very vague working on thing is a little bit of a sense and I think it's just mostly was to do with the online um but that there was just it was growing a bit like mm. the managing the online course is like a whole other administrative task mm-hmm. and emails are a whole other administrative task mm-hmm. and I think some of those things like surely the second semester we taught online 
those were a lot less because I had all the structure built. You know what I mean? But that was a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do and not really necessarily acknowledged. Like in my head, I was like recording lecture videos is teaching online. But actually all of the uploading everything and having it all available on the learning system. And sure, those are huge administrative mm-hmm. tasks. Yeah. Yeah. So... I guess my takeaway is just to not assume that they're all going to take a negligible amount of time and to acknowledge them as actually part of what we're doing. Right. And they can also be very satisfying. They can be very satisfying. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Like you having all your things copied out oh and just gosh, like ready was, to go. How satisfying That was like one of the high points of my life. <laughs> like, well, can I tell you a side story uh-huh. about my foster sister? So she is like a trained librarian. Oh, cool. And filling in forms makes her so happy. Mm. And like she, you can give her your forms. And even when I was a grad student, she would like alphabetize all my tests for me to hand them back. Like she just really, oh, that's but so her nice. greatest thing happens every few, like it's census night, you know, okay. the census form. Uh-huh. That is like She's her into greatest it. day. She's <laughs> just like, oh my God, I'm going to make a really nice cup of tea and sit down and fill in my census form. So maybe we can all yeah. embrace that a little bit. Make a nice cup of tea and sit down and do whatever the administrative task is. I mean, that sounds pleasant and fun. Right. Well, sometimes, too, like I can't necessarily listen to things Mm -hmm. when I'm like doing, obviously not when you're recording lectures, but sometimes, depending on what it is, like I can't do that if I'm preparing materials, Mm -hmm. but I usually can listen to music or podcasts when Mm -hmm. I'm doing administrative tasks. So like that, that can be a treat then. Mm, That's a good point. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep, yep. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people, you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.